you can kind of feel the vibe of like you need to eat and get out and sometimes people just want to chill and just like hang out Welcome to Cue the Mic. I'm Darren Worth. I'm Emma Durflinger. And this is episode 45. Without the Reverend Randy Twyford today, mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah. I'd forgot that uh, we put off till Sunday to record, which kind of seems to be our day. Um, and Randy's still hot and heavy at the Illinois Beef Expo. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of... Uh, I've talked to a lot i haven't talked to randy much this week i talked to him a lot before kind of different ways of um you know menu items because he had no idea what to do for a breakfast burrito um he had a little idea about biscuits and gravy and he wanted to do a small and a large and i said these guys can't have a biscuit so we we threw out the old tim shop recipe of the walking biscuits and gravy he's the first guy that i saw do it where you actually cube up the biscuit and you layer mm-hmm. it with sausage gravy in a red solo cup um, so people can walk around and eat it. And if they want, if they're still hungry, they can order a burrito too, or they can do that. So he mm-hmm. said people were loving it. Um, the first day he didn't sell too many of them, but that was just kind of setup yeah. day. But I think he's, sounds like he's been killing it. He sent a message saying I'm out, you know, I've been killing it in sales. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopefully, he'll be so exhausted that I'm on my way back to Florida on Wednesday. I'll probably try and convince him to uh, maybe he needs to come to Florida next week and take the week off. (laughs) We'll go compete in a little barbecue contest together or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Oh, God, the two of you together for an episode? That'd be chaos. Ooh, ooh, bad. Flashbacks to Randy's first one. Yeah, his first one ever. Yeah, the biggest shit show in the world. Mm Mm-hmm, it was. Yeah, no. So you guys are just stuck with the OGs today. All right. Well, mm-hmm. back to unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I asked Emma how our uh, dress like a Big Mac sauce um, thing, you know, where we talked about last time how I I like to order my McDonald's, and I don't do it very much, but I like to order, uh, order a double quarter pounder with cheese. Um I like to order it dressed like a Big Mac because I hate regular onions raw, but I like the little mm-hmm. minced onion. I think I called them slivered on the last episode, but I, I like the mm-hmm. minced onion um, on there so much that if you're a burger fan, side note, we're going to go tangent right away. But if you're ever cooking a smash burger on the grill, just take dehydrated onions and put about mm-hmm. three times as much water. So like a tablespoon of onion and three tablespoons of water set it on the counter for 15 minutes and voila you have mcdonald's onions and so it's a great way to add and and, and they've got a ton of flavor that way so Mm -hmm. we never have an onion around our house unless i know i'm doing some sort of cajun dish that takes a trinity or whatever so i very rarely have an onion sitting around um so it's a great way to keep a big old jar of dehydrated onions in your cupboard that if you ever need onions, just rehydrate them yourself. And then they're small. They're, they're just, they add a lot of flavor. So good. So anyway, we talked about how I like to order that dress like a Big Mac. And we talked about, you know, a chicken sandwich and a fish sandwich and how McDonald's should really, that should be a fad. And maybe we ought to do a TikTok video on this. Maybe we ought to make this go viral. Okay. But dress like a Big Mac. And so Emma put out a poll. Oh, wait. Emma forgot. I totally to dropped the ball. Totally. <laughs> but we, I did say, I did say, you know, leave a comment. And we did get comments. I didn't think we needed the poll. Um, we did get comments. And a lot of people said, that's dumb. That's <laughs> like A dumb. lot of it was like, you don't. Yeah, it was just like, you don't need to do that. That doesn't seem necessary. So I thought that was pretty funny. We had one. We had one suggestion that was just order like a Big Mac with a quarter pounder patty. And then boom, there's that. Problem solved. Bun or, ra- the, bun, the bun to meat ratio is off there. Yeah. And then somebody literally just responded and said, I don't think a Big Mac anything option is a good idea. So <laughs> there's that. Well, not for your... Not for your health. I mean, I like I, I don't get a Big Mac every week. I probably get a Big Mac every 
one every six months, right? Plus, and the padding to bun ratio is already off. Now that I'm thinking about double it. Quarter, but on a double quarter pounder, it's not too bad. Oh, but yeah, but anything with like a Big Mac, like the Big Mac itself yeah. is already off. I know. La- okay. Last time I was thinking about it and I ordered the double Big Mac and I really couldn't tell any difference from a Big Mac. I mean, it was double you meat ordered and double, a double cheese, big? but yeah, you can oh, order God. now. A, a, the special is a double. Oh, my cheese. God. So, so I went to order my double quarter pounder with cheese, dress it like a Mac, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When we didn't have a kitchen down in Florida, when we were moving and all that stuff a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then I pull up, and they've got a double Big Mac on on special. I'm like, okay, we'll just make it easy. I won't try and explain it to them about dressing like a Mac. I think this has the mm-hmm. potential, though, to be like like that Chipotle fajita thing. That, yeah, the like Chipotle the, fajitas. Oh, the Chipotle. Chipotle. Sorry. Yes. I almost I almost okay. ordered that last I almost ordered that last night. I've never had a good experience with Chipotle. I was just in the mood for uh, I, this week. I have been mm-hmm. a rice and bean fanatic. So I made mm-hmm. Cajun, Cajun red beans and rice. I did black beans and rice. I am just a, I am just in the. I think I could eat that every meal right now. I think I could eat. I do rice, miss when you used to bring and, those and leftovers a, and a and a simple protein. Um, mm-hmm. Like tonight, I'm making chicken and beef enchiladas for the family. But of course, I'm going to make Spanish rice and uh, and black mm-hmm. beans. And Sherry's like, nobody will eat the black beans. I'm like, that's fine. That means there'll be leftovers, and I'll be able to eat them. Right. So no, that sounds good. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think it does have the ability. I think it. I think it could. I think it could be like the put your uh, Chick Fil A nuggets and with the sauces and shake it up type thing. Mm-hmm. That, we're always talking about these TikTok viral thing. I I haven't been out there much lately, so I'm not sure what's going on out in the world of TikTok. Do you, mm-hmm. as far as food, what's the newest thing? Mm-mm. No. You normally bring the food TikToks. I yeah, just I need to get it. Mine's not very food heavy. I'm gonna go have to go spend some time on TikTok today. I can tell and figure out so that I'm prepared for the next episode. Product I just haven't research. been on TikTok. Yeah, I'm always trying to think of something different. I'm I'm working on a couple uh, a couple sandwiches that we're gonna roll out at the Ornery Chicken. We may have talked to. We talked about the Ooh. nacho chicken sandwich before. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. So I, I, like had this, I, I had this. I had. I had. I had this idea that I wanted to turn a chicken sandwich into a into a thing of nachos. And mm-hmm. so I said, "Hey, grab some. We fry our at the restaurant. We fry our own tortilla chips." I said, "Grab mm-hmm. some of those chips and crumble them up, and then I want you to mm-hmm. bread a chicken sandwich." double bread it. I want you to put it through the flour and then the buttermilk and then go back to the buttermilk and then I want you to put it in these crumbled up nacho chips. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to put queso and jalapenos and all kinds of stuff on top of it and make it a mm-hmm. nacho chicken sandwich. Well, the guys in the kitchen, they actually took it further. They tried it and they said it was too salty because, you know, there's a salt content and it's chicken seasoned and our nacho chips get seasoned too. So, it was a little salty, so they took it upon themselves to take the raw nacho chips that we fry, the corn tortilla chips that are raw, mm-hmm. and they put them in the Roboku, and they minced them down into little bite-sized pieces. And they used okay. that as our final breading. And oh, holy okay. criminetly, it was good. So, so nacho we're, chicken. We're gonna ro- That's nacho chicken. That's my chicken. That's nacho chicken. Chio chicken. That's a good name. Right. And we've mm-hmm. already got the, uh, the the Monterey Jack cheese sauce on the Mac station. Yeah. Uh, we're going to mix a little homemade pico de gallo with that to really come up with what our queso is in real life. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to put the pico de gallo and the nacho cheese sauce, dump it over the chicken, put fresh jalapenos on top. And uh, there's your nacho chicken sandwich. Yeah, that sounds good. Also playing I'm going to have to make a trip American. over there. Also, yeah, wait till it comes out. But also working on a yeah. another chicken sandwich 
that is kind of the all-American. So I'd like to do a chicken sandwich with either American or cheddar cheese um, mm-hmm. with bacon and then our apple pie filling on top and kind of get this sweet and salty and but we're going to take our pie filling and dice it up more. So think of think of our apple pie filling, yeah. but with the gooiness on top of that chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't win okay. you on that one, Emma. I don't know. I'm skeptical. I feel like, I mean, if you can get it to, f- like, I feel like it should be more of like a jam. Unless, like, even well. maybe a little thinner. Well, no, that's what I was going to shoot so for was yeah. instead of big apple slices, oh, so. I was going to puree it not all the way so mm-hmm. there were still chunks of apple in it. Okay. And then put okay. that on top. You got that salty, you got the bacon and the cheese, the creaminess of the cheese, and mm-hmm. then you got this gooiness of the apple pie filling. Yeah. Okay. I'm skeptical, but I tend to be skeptical of a lot of your creations at first. Yeah. So... I'll just have to try it. Interesting. So, yeah. So, anyway, a couple of things we're working on. The, the social media gals are coming over tomorrow, and we're going to do a mm-hmm. little photo shoot, throw a bunch of stuff, you know, maybe a jalapeno popper mac with, you know, chunks of cream cheese in it and and bacon and jalapenos. Uh, working on that. Okay. Just got to get more on the creative side. We, we haven't done much with those two concepts about new stuff. Right. And we, it's time to get four or five items lined up so we can roll them out because be long Cinco de Mayo come and our taco tender tacos will be back and the handhelds will be off the menu for a while and um, hatch chili season will be coming up so it's time for the hatch to make its debut back and just Isn't all hatch chili of... season in like August yeah well it's coming up I'm trying to get ahead of things I mean I'm it's February it. <laughs> you got some time it will be August by the time with my schedule. It'll be August by the I time. I guess that's you know fair. It. Yeah. Got to figure point. out something. St. Saint, Saint Patrick's Day. I'm not sure sauerkraut and corned beef goes on a chicken sandwich. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about for like the Smoky D's. I was like, why would you change what you've got going? Oh, yeah. No, we're just going to do corned beef and cabbage. But also, mm-hmm. taquitos have my eye, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start playing around. I've said this the last two or three weeks. I'm trying to, I want to do the taquitos where we do, you know, kind of, we have smoked chicken, so I do smoked chicken and cheese ones. But then this morning I was inspired by some sort of, um, whether it's an avocado salsa mixed in, or maybe that's the dipping sauce. We take our tomatilla salsa and blend it with Mm -hmm. avocados and make kind of an avocado dipping sauce. So I envision like a bed of lettuce. Some guacamole? With, with three. Well, not really. Not with the tomatilla salsa isn't guacamole. I'm, There's not well, tomatillas I mean, it, in guacamole. Well, I feel like it'd be a form of guacamole. I feel like that's just like remaking guacamole. It's like a. There's, there's no tomatillas in guacamole. I guess, yeah. It's pico de gallo, isn't it? Right. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, get, get your Mexican terms right. There's, Sorry, there's just so much. There's just so much you can do with Mexican. I feel like I should open a Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant. There's so much you can do with. with Surprised Mexican you haven't. And, and spread it. Yeah. Oh, I got offered. I've actually got an offer well, on the table. People want me to, but I'm not. Uh, Sherry says, gotta f- "Whoa, boy, get slow the, down." Yeah. Got to get the other stuff going. Got to get the other stuff going. Hmm. So anyway. So speaking of yeah. future, so last week we yeah. started talking about the future of business and how we interact with customers and how we as a business adapt mm-hmm. to the changing customer base. And, it, and it, our conversation started when we were, I was driving back and seeing all these old drive-ins and whatever back from this contest in Florida. Mm-hmm. And then I come across this Jimmy John's that was... Um, a, a double drive through Jimmy John's where you couldn't order. You had to place, well, you could order in one of the drive throughs but mostly was online mm-hmm. ordering or a customer pickup yeah. locker, whatever, where you had to place your order online. And so we right. started to talk about 
how do we as business owners, because to me, the, what I'm trying to figure out is how, how do we deal with this going in the future? When's the right time to start implementing stuff that will be able yeah. to buy? And right, because so, you don't want to be too far behind everybody else. You don't want to be too far, but you don't necessarily want to be the first guy. Right. Um, and so yeah. we've talked we've talked on and off about, you know, like at Smokey D's, for example. You know, we have mm -hmm. online and or at Smokey D's. It went live after COVID was shut down, actually, unfortunately, because mm -hmm. we were bringing up our Toast POS system at that point. But... You know, we we have people that online order, but out of our carryout orders, that only runs about 25 to 30% of mm -hmm. people. Most people still walk in the door, talk to somebody, enter stuff, and wait for their order to get ready. Or right. a certain percentage call into, and, I, and I'm not sure mm -hmm. I can measure that, but here they made a phone call, they took the order, we still have some of that too, and people... I'm not sure if it's a, a marketing thing that we haven't pushed the online order or mm -hmm. if it's more of just that's what people want to do. You know, they want to come in. They don't mind waiting for the yeah. order because they know we're super fast. We're, we're almost freaky fast, but somebody already used that slogan um, as true. far as carry out. But, you know, I just want to walk up to them and say, hey, you know, if you just use your phone, then you wouldn't have to talk to anybody and your order be ready and you get a text where right. it would – you know, was ready and you could mm -hmm. come in and grab your stuff and be off. Right. Right. So. And then we have, the, so, and then we have mm -hmm. the ordinary chicken and the crafty Mac here that are right. all online ordering. You can't get it any other way, even though we still have people every day walking through the door going, how's this work? Well, first, mm -hmm. the way it works is you read the sign that's two foot in front of the door that mm -hmm. says, we're a virtual kitchen. We don't accept walk-in orders. Here's how you order. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, but people still want that interaction. But the problem with that is when you're, you know, unlike barbecue where you're just slicing and dicing and getting it on the bun, scooping your side dishes hot, yeah. at the chicken restaurant, we're actually breading every one of those sandwiches to order. So exactly. it's going to take, you know, if, if there's no other orders in the system and you throw a four order, four sandwich order at us, you know, it's probably going to be out in about six minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we can, I mean, it's not like it piles up, but I mean, normally 99% of the time we're staying under our 20 minute order alignment. But if you're sitting at a carryout counter, there's no way you're waiting 20 minutes. Right. And so I've been very reluctant to put a front and ordering counter on this, even though I think it would increase mm -hmm. our sales, it would then change our processes in the kitchen because we right. have to start holding chicken instead of frying it to order. And mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, we've got CVAP equipment back there that we could hold it, that we do if we have big caterings going out the door. You know, we can cook 300 chicken tenders and throw them in this holding cabinet and they will hold for two or three, four hours perfectly but it's still mm -hmm. not made to order. So it, it changes the business model. You got to staff another person out there. Is it the right thing to do? Maybe, you know. So, mm -hmm. you know, you've got this future. How do you deal with it? You know, you've got drive through You got carry-out. You got curbside pickup. You got delivery services. How do we adapt our businesses? How mm -hmm. do we change but not change too fast. You don't want to necessarily be the trendsetter, right. but you'd like to be the trendsetter of how do you figure out what people want? You know? Yeah. And with, you know, so many different demographics, like my generation wants to do things differently than your generation. And we know that, which is different than even the older generation, obviously. So it's like, also how do you kind of find something that's in the middle that works for everybody, I'd say. Right. Yeah. So, right. So, so, what is what is the answer? I'm not sure there's an answer. Right. But like, like for instance, Smoky D's. We serve mm -hmm. a lot of old people. Our clientele yes. is dying. Our clientele is mm. dying. You know, th th because 
You can tell because we still serve 80 to 100 daily specials a day that are 100% focused on comfort food. There's Mm -hmm. nothing fancy about them. They're just good homemade meat and potatoes on the plate. Mm -hmm. Um, And the old people love it because a lot of, you know, I'm surprised. A lot of them, I figured they'd split the meals, but they don't. They come in and eat it and then probably take half of it home. Um, Right. And then there's the working guy that he just wants a big lunch. He's working yeah. up an appetite. You know, so right. so how do you not alienate those people? I mean, I think you just have to have all these different segments. But mm-hmm. when you talk about drive through you know, we, yeah. we talked about my ex- experiment with McDonald's about the curbside pickup versus going through the drive through Mm-hmm. Is the drive-through the answer? My my answer is probably yes. Um, mm-hmm. I noticed Chick Fil A just announced they're doing a four drive-through location prototype, but the kitchen is actually on a second story above the drive-through. That so seems drive- super dangerous. You drive for some reason through the it, you drive through the middle of the building. What the flip? You drive through the middle of the building, and I'm not sure how the food's getting down there. If the foods are getting down there via elevators, I haven't seen the schematics of this thing. I've pretty much no. read the headlines, and I've got Sherry reading the headlines. She goes, "Did you check out this Chick Fil A? Their prototype for drive-in." So okay. If these major brands, like I talked about last week, if these major brands are trying to figure out how to do double drive-throughs and now quadruple drive-throughs, there must be something to that. Is is the day of coming in and eating a meal in the restaurant dead? Oh, soon to be dead. This article. <coughs> this article says something about them also doing a pickup only prototype. Could be be like you. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Probably copied it off me. Probably. <coughs> so I could I could probably add this picture too, but um. Oh, maybe not. Uh. So okay, I see how it is. So it's like, it's essentially like two pillars, right? And then, the building's yeah. like on top of it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. How's the food get down below? Um. This doesn't show the inside. I don't. Th- I mean, I'm sure this video might give me a little more. You think? Um, I haven't done. Yeah, haven't but done I'm not gonna watch. There, but... I'm just looking at the so, image. Uh, so, so yeah, Emma, that's I'll interesting. Ask you, I'll ask you a question. Okay. So, do you have I'll do you, you an have answer. any interest on a normal basis at your age? Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have any interest in going out to eat? Um, at, at like in going out to eat, yeah. In going out to eat. On on on, yeah. a, on a reg on a regular. I mean, basis. not like every day. That's unhealthy. But I'd probably say like once a week. I want to go out to eat. Why do you say? Why do you say? There's plenty of healthy places to eat. Well, yeah, but like healthy is also expensive. So maybe I should have said also not like it's not budget friendly. Okay. <laughs> to go yeah. out very often. Sense. So I I would say but I would say about once a week I'd probably want to go somewhere and sit down but not like by myself I'd have to like I go with my mom or my friends but yeah but I wouldn't say like but if also you couldn't go sit down someplace that's not going to stop me at the same time you know what I'm saying right does that make sense it it, so. it does it it, it just it, it's trying to balance this getting together because from a restaurant standpoint, mm-hmm. it's a lot more expensive to have a front of the house service because then you yes. have you know you got to have yeah because you have to staff it, it. it. It's it it but it's it's cheaper to serve from a hey I can put it on a plate and I can wash that plate versus putting yeah. in a, a, a ultra in expensive a and I say ultra expensive. 
I mean, a, a to-go container today is 12 to 15 cents, right? And that's just the mm-hmm. container. You take a side dish container. I mean, you're probably mm-hmm. tying up 50 cents in cost on every carryout order. Right. That's just one on each menu order. item, let's say. Not necessarily mm-hmm. the order, but, you know, you may have a buck or two tied up in paper goods for a family of four mm-hmm. going out the door. You know, down to the plastic forks and that you don't, sometimes they don't need, but you send or napkins. You they s- can use their own at home. Right. Have I ever what? Hmm. Have you ever thought about, um, well, I feel like a lot of businesses now are doing it if we're like, they try not to send stuff in plastic bags and things. So like the plate, there's a place in. A downtown that I like to go to, the Poke Company. It's like sushi bowls, you know. It's Poke. That's downtown. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where uh, Fuzzies used to be over by the Principal Park on MLK. Uh, okay. In that. I drove in by that building morning. on the corner. I, I drove by it mm-hmm. this morning. Didn't even know it was there. It's on the top floor. It's above Blaze Pizza. Um, uh, but they. Yeah, so they they try not to send stuff in paper bags. And you have to request silverware from them nowadays. So is yeah. is that like something that you would consider maybe doing at the restaurant where you give, on like takeout orders or whatever, you give them the option like, hey, you can either take this, or you can take silverware, and or like would you, ch- I guess my question is, would you ever charge somebody for silverware or anything no. like that? No. Is I, it, I, I'm, but, I'm does, too, so does it... I, I'm too old school for well, that. I mean, to me, if I'm going to give you something, right. you need to be able to eat it. Now, right, which what, makes could sense. We could, and today, I think, could we? I mean, should we be asking? Hey, I don't send it because you can either say and carry out. Hey, I'm not going to mm-hmm. send it out, and and mm-hmm. ask them. But if they forget to ask them and you don't send it out, then they're at their car and then they're pissed off at your experience and you get the one star review because. You sent out food, but you didn't give me anything to eat it with. Right. Because a lot of people are going to eat it at home, but some people are going to eat it in their car or a hotel room. So I think on the safe side, I mean, that makes sense. You don't over send it out, but, you know, then you got the whole environment thing, you know, that do I want to send all that stuff out? There was a funny, speaking of that, there was a funny TikTok or a a reel or something I was watching last night. Mm -hmm. And it's this gal. She goes, I don't understand. I go to the grocery store, right, and I and I buy a, a gallon of orange juice, and it's in a plastic container. And I go over here, and you give me a meal, and it's in a plastic container. And I get this, and it's in a plastic bag. And then I get to carry out, and you don't get mm-hmm. me a plastic bag because it's bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, no, I get that. Well, and like, so I'm uh, – I think I've said this before. I don't like to go grocery shopping. I can't stay focused long enough in a grocery store. I'll get too sidetracked. I'll come out of there with way more stuff than I need. So I tend to, you know, pre-order my groceries. That's the whole fun of grocery store shopping. No. No. Um, Not when you're only feeding one person. A lot of food can go to waste. That's why they they put milk and stuff in the eggs clear in the back of the stores. you got to walk all the way through. You may see something you need. Yeah, no. So I do a lot of drive-thru or I do a lot of pickup orders and they always ask, you know, would you like your groceries in a bag? And I, I do just because I almost, cause they, you know, they have, their system is, they have like, can your order is on a cart in little compartments and they pre bag everything. So like they'll bag it as they go, which almost seems like more sanitary to me than putting them in these buckets. So I'm always like, yeah, put them in a bag, except Walmart specifically, they put every single item in its own bag. So what? that, yeah, <laughs> I can get, there was like, I just ordered groceries last week. I think I had eight different items, one item, like my, and some of them were like my produce. So they were in a plastic bag, obviously within a plastic bag by itself. So I came out of what should have probably been maybe like six bags of groceries was like 12 to 15 bags. You are killing the Which, environment. Your mom right? is not so, be happy with you. So, but like, it's one of those things of where I'm like, I don't want bags. Is it going to be like, I need to have like, I've seen like the TikTok hacks where people just put their groceries in a laundry basket. 
do I just need to have one of those in my back seat ready to go? Like put all my stuff in there, which would probably be more safe, but like, is it sanitary? I don't, I don't know. It feels like kind of weird. It's like a weird thing for me, but, yeah, but, but I find yours, it more interesting. But if, but if, but if it's I, yours, yeah. I mean, Wait, it's like that's... the pre bucket. It's like the bucket that they're going to put all the stuff in the first time, you know, which I know a lot of people probably touch that stuff already, but it's like a weird, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like odd to me to think of my food just rolling around in these buckets that other people's stuff spinning. That's a whole thing. Do I make sense ever? No, we know this. Wow. Emma's brain I'm wired I'm, weird. I'm, I'm, I am surprised you order online the way this. I cannot believe you want. I more. don't. I just uh, don't. But, it's but convenient. It. I, I, put it, I, put, I, I go put pick it up my groceries at seven a.m. I know, which I don't like. It's all weird to me. It's all weird. Do I know? I just don't feel like it's any of it's sanitary, but it's fine. But like, it just seems like, and you know, your produce is like banging around in there more because it's like so small and they're maybe not as cautious. And what if my produce gets damaged? And then I'm like, well, I just got bad produce, which that happened too. half of the stuff they gave me was expired. (laughs) I don't even know how this person thought any of my stuff was good. It's the first time I've ever had that experience. So so time out. So your produce was bad. Okay. Yeah, it was a not a do? great Walmart experience. What did, what did um, you, what did I asked you do? for a refund. I threw it away, and I got a refund for it. Really? Yeah, you just have to say, like, hey, I just got food that's expired. And Walmart's really good about being like, hey, we're so sorry. Here's a refund. Well, my Straight order up. every week. I wonder, that's why the price of groceries is too high. Because everybody's saying, hey, this is expired. And well, I mean, if you're good problem. about it, you can post pictures. Like, you send them pictures and stuff. Like you have to prove it. Oh, you do have sometimes. To prove it. I guess Walmart. I might. I guess Walmart. I didn't have to prove it, but some stuff you have to prove that it's expired, like yeah. picture proof. Because people do that. You're right. People do that all the time. But I got a bag of six avocados. Not a single one of those was firm. All mushy. I cut every one open because I was like, maybe one of these has got to be good. No. Oh well, wait, but they were mushy. All brown. Like bad or like they were brown. All yeah, like like. No, like bad, like all brown on the inside. Bad, bad, bad. I so, could almost stick so my then, fingers straight so, through the skin. So then what do you do? Then then you have to go the week without them avocados? Away. Yeah, which that's not a huge deal. It was like an extra little. Pr- I, I don't eat avocados often. I just, when I get them, it's like a little bonus. I make homemade poke bowls and I like them on there. So, you or sometimes I have avocado toast. And we're, we're going mm-hmm. far away, but I'm now I'm intrigued. Wait, mm-hmm. We're going like that off on that tangent here, and then we'll try and come back. Mm-hmm. But you make homemade pokeballs. What are you using for fish? Uh, salmon. From or shrimp. From... The grocery store. So are you cooking this? I don't know. Uh, no. Sometimes I make it. I mean, I I use I get it raw, so I sometimes just eat it raw. I'll clean it and eat it raw. I don't know. My shrimp's always raw, or my shrimp's cooked. I don't eat raw shrimp. So, Interesting. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I do imitation crab, which obviously isn't real, but I like um, imitation crab. So yeah, I put that on there too. sometimes too, which, which, yeah. And then white rice, soy sauce, pineapple, I'm a sucker for pineapple. Uh, I make a homemade spicy mayo, which isn't like great, but it does a job. It does a trick and go from there. Homemade spicy mayo. Yeah. That's another thing mm-hmm. we, we Talked about the dress like the Big Mac. I did some more research, and mm-hmm. we're way off the tangent back to where we started. But so there I we was go. going back to this dipping sauces, right? Mm-hmm. The Big Mac sauce, whatever, and it, it kind of came back to this. What I found is the Utah fry sauce, and so mm-hmm. the if you Google Utah fry sauce, there's a bunch of recipes. Most of them are five star, and yep. it, it's it's truly. Anything you want to do, as long as it's three parts mayonnaise to one part ketchup, and then do whatever the hell else you want. You want hot sauce in it. You want some twang to it. Put pickles in it. You want some color. Put paprika in it. You want it spicy. Put cayenne Mm -hmm. in it. Do whatever you want. But the basis is that's that sauce is three parts mayonnaise to one part ketchup. And I love a burger sauce. I love Mm -hmm. Freddy's fry sauce. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna buy something to take with me and not make it on my own. Freddie's fry sauce is like my ultimate. And mm-hmm. I think that was a Utah thing too. Um, mm-hmm. But 
yeah, I'm constantly into like I'm playing around with taquitos and um, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how do we process taquitos. And we were talking about sauces early this morning at the restaurant about how do we take our tomatilla salsa and then mix it with the, you know, avocado. And that's mm-hmm. how I'm going to dip my everybody seems to want to dip. And maybe it's the maybe it's the ranch dressing craze that kids of today are raised on that everything mm-hmm. my daughter needs a like, sauce hey, do you want this nope has to have ranch dressing she doesn't have ketchup in her house oh and so i mean griffin, i guess i don't have ketchup but in everything my house, is ranch but... dressing so when griffin comes to our house we're like hey griffin you want some ketchup and he looks at me like no i'm like you sure and when he tries ketchup he really likes ketchup right mm-hmm. but he doesn't get it he doesn't get to eat that at all ketchup is a lot of sugar because he's cause, <laughs> So there's that, but yeah. tomato, yeah. tomato. <laughs> so anyway, but, no. but that that went really nowhere. But from fry sauce or whatever. But yeah. back to this, back to this sauce. Okay, mm-hmm. on how we deal or not sauce, but how do we interact with customers? So you're telling me you ordered okay. online. Now you're not very happy, but you're still going to order online again, right? Oh, because yeah. you don't want to go into yeah. the store. You think it's cheaper? I mean, we. T- I don't think it's cheaper. I think, well, if you think about it from, I mean. It's cheaper maybe, because you. Uh, maybe. It's cheaper. It's maybe cheaper because, because of my, like. To instincts. Yeah, it didn't take, it, yeah, it didn't take my time. So if you think of it from, like, I'm trying to think of how, in my head right now, it's making sense, but I'm trying to think of how I'm going to word it. It's like, let's say I'm paying myself right it's like a like i have to go do it it's like a labor fee for me because i had to go through that might just make it sound like i'm lazy but it's like a labor and convenience fee because i can go i order my groceries you know tuesday night or tuesday afternoon after work i'll just sit on the couch real quick push out my groceries normally i just wait, reorder wait, whatever wait, I wait, do you, wait do you recover yourself yeah. on that work end yeah. yeah good job good job yeah well, it is most of the time, which is the end of the day. And then um, and then I schedule it to pick up the Bullshit. next morning. Bullshit. Okay. Okay. But I'll schedule it the next morning to pick up from like 7 to 8 so that, you know, because I get up pretty early. And that's just the earliest time you can pick up. So around 7, 7.30, I'm there to pick up my groceries, come home, put them in the fridge, do whatever. And then I can start my day, like my work day. So, so did that cost you, I'm did saving that cost myself. you anything? Did that cost you anything extra than if you would have walked in, in the store and got it? In my head, no. No, no, no. But no, if I'm I would have walked about, in the store. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. You, you missed my point. Price-wise, no. Price-wise, it doesn't. no different. Okay, so, so here's my point. You got a big convenience. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you didn't pay anything mm-hmm. extra. Right? Mm-mm. No. But the but Walmart had to pay extra because they have to have people running around their aisles well, picking stuff and people running it to your car when, in essence, raises the price of everyone's groceries. So I just paid for your convenience. Okay. Maybe. Right? I could first, see that. I, yeah. First, first, I canceled your student loan debt. Oh, we better not go there. That, for, has, <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened. Pump the brakes. Okay, okay, but 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 it has for a lot. But just you cancel the student loan debt, and I'm like, since when does convenience come with a price? So, um, well, I mean, I mean, people so ordering COVID. online at my restaurant, and I'll, let me spin that around. Yeah, so, I was gonna say, wait, your prices aren't different. No, no, I understand, but I, but I yeah. don't go to any more work because I still have. Actually, I can become more efficient if you order online because I'm not tying up a person carry out online. Normally, during busy times, we got two people that are either on registers or on the phone taking carry out orders. So mm-hmm. if everybody placed on, now I just need expediters. And somebody. So I easily cut one person out of carry out at all times. Easily. So if, could if you everybody spin that? Online. So, so it made it cheaper for me. Now, what we've talked about is 
should we reduce our price for carryout orders and say order online, save 5%, okay? Does that save me? I Does that save me? Hmm. And maybe it's not 5%, but what's the incentive or do we have some sort of incentive that's only for carryout customers? Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's it may and there's all kinds of stuff we can do with the system. We've never done it yet because I'm not a coupon guy. I'm not a discount guy. I'm not a I've always no. said I'm going to charge a fair price. I'm not going to mm-hmm. charge. Uh, my prices are lower than anybody else in the market, but I still make a lot of money doing it because mm-hmm. of we, we, we have volume. We've talked about that many times, but. Could right. I offer some sort of incentive? What's the kind of incentive to say, instead of you walking in talking, just place the order online and then we'll tell right. you when it's ready and come get it. I have zero additional cost. I'm actually cheaper if we could get everybody to do that. And the order's accurate and the order's da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like you could, I feel like, but maybe Walmart's already thinking like that. Because think about how many Walmart employees they used to have to staff their checkout lanes that they no longer use. They just have there. You know what I'm saying? Because now every, they really push self-checkout. So they had well, all of these yeah, employees already. But, but, the, but, but then in self-checkout, there's usually two or three people around trying to help right. people that can't do it. Right. But they still have, you know, 15 lanes that used to staff a person that no longer do, but they probably didn't want to cut those employees, so they just moved them to do online ordering pickups. So by me going into the store and doing my own checking out, I paid for your service of picking up at the curb. No. I no, I think I don't think I think you're not thinking I'm thinking about this the way that you just said it for your for the restaurant. They're just moving staff to convenience I don't think it changes anything. I think they just, they didn't get rid of any staff. staff. They just moved them. I'm I'm not going to move staff. I'm going to have less staff. Okay. Okay. But you you said you might cut one person. So you moved one person. I'm just saying that I think, I think it's not as, you didn't pay more for my convenience as much as you think you did. let, 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 Let me do, let me, let's do that math here. Just one person. Just one person. So one person, let's just take a low figure of 20 bucks an hour. And I'm not saying the person makes 20 bucks an hour, but by the time right. you insure them and da, 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 even that's 20 bucks an hour. So so I'm open how many hours a week? 70, 75 hours a week times 20 bucks an hour, one person. That's $1,500 a week. That's times 52. That's $78,000 a year that I save by if everybody would just order online. So, okay. so it's not just so one person. Maybe Walmart should do the same thing. Maybe everybody should well, just order online. Well, here's my, it, well, no, no, I totally agree. And then, and then all the stuff would come out of the warehouse. So you didn't have 10 different stores. You didn't mm-hmm. have 10 different stores. You just had distribution centers that your stuff was picked and you picked it up in a parking lot. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing that with, uh, I've seen a couple different places doing that from a growing business standpoint. Think about the remote. So I've seen the egg roll lady. Okay. Went there mm-hmm. last night. Um, Sherry wanted, we were trying to figure out where we were going to go out to eat, where to go out to eat. She delayed enough. She goes, let's just go. Get, why don't you go get egg rolls? Okay. I'll go get egg rolls. You mm-hmm. told me that an hour ago. So I go get egg rolls. And, mm-hmm. you know, it took about 20 minutes when I got in because I ordered. I tried to order online, but your only order online looked like it was storefront by DoorDash. And I'm like, well, uh. that's more expensive. Why am I going to do that? And they had right. a couple other things, but I had to log in and do all this other bullshit. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to go and order. So I went in and order. And yeah, I mean, it took 20 minutes, but it's okay. I was fine. They had Diet Mountain Dew, so I got to enjoy a Diet Mountain Dew. I hadn't had one in a couple of days, so that was kind of my treat. Um, but I've noticed that they've started selling to these remote towns. 
So they're taking orders mm-hmm. as long as they get five orders and over 200 in sales or whatever, they're going out to Bondurant and doing drop-offs at people's houses. Right. Okay. Uh, I noticed mm-hmm. what you're smoking out in Luther. Um, very popular breakfast, very popular barbecue restaurant out in the middle of nowhere, pretty expensive. Um, but mm-hmm. I noticed they're doing drop-offs in Des Moines, trying to get to that market without having to invest in this market. Now mm-hmm. I haven't had it yet. I'm, I'm anxious to try it, but I don't just necessarily want to put up with all the BS of walking in going, Hey, there's a guy from Smoky D's heading at what you're smoking. I just want to try their barbecue. Right. I mean, I like barbecue. So you're going to just have it delivered. Uh, well, they're not delivering it. They're actually doing it. So what I'll probably do is under a fictitious name of my daughter or something, I'll probably have her go order it and pick it up and, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I, I would like to support them. I like to support everything. Like yeah. the egg roll lady. I love to I, I love right. to support the local business. And I'm glad that we went there versus ordering something else. Um, yeah. But, it, it, but back to this whole Walmart thing, just one question here. Mm-hmm. So okay. if it cost you, but if it cost you five dollars to pick up your order at Walmart, if they said when you order online it cost you five bucks, would you pay the five bucks? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. I think because of I would have if you would have asked me that question maybe like a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. But after you know, getting more involved in like the DoorDash side of things from when I worked at the restaurant probably not just because I feel like there's probably more underlying underlining costs that I don't know about you know or there's probably more fees and things like but but think of that if you had to jump in your car and Mm -hmm. drive there Ah, you know what some of my orders are big enough that five dollars really doesn't feel like that much now that you say that's what I'm that's what I'm saying now, my Target orders, no, I would just walk in and go get them because I never ordered, like, enough from Target for it to really matter. For it to – would feel like a lot. Uh, but Walmart. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question is, do you do I discount the – because I don't have I don't additional go. costs. I got less cost. Is, and, I don't leave my so car get, ever. Right. So so it's so it's it's getting back into this – you know, you got drive-through, you got carry-out, you got curbside pickup, you got the DoorDash delivery stuff looking at mm-hmm. the future because I, I need to be one step ahead of that right and so i'm right. trying to figure out how do i adapt the business now like for the ordinary mm-hmm. chicken if i could find a double drive through location with the ordinary chicken uh, put me in coach i could find right. a drive through location with smoky d's but i'd have to take all fried items off the menu or right. the majority of fried items off the menu there'd be no chicken well, fried steak fingers because they take four and five wow. minutes. Uh, oh unless okay unless Unless you were picking up that, placing that order online, then that changes that game. Because if you place your order before you leave home, so would you do what George, what Jimmy John's did? That Florida Jimmy John's? Would you make it? So if let's say if Smokey D's did a drive through, a drive through only, or maybe you add the curbside pickup, would it be the same system where like if you go to this location, you have to order online? There's no like window. There's no drive that, up. Like we will not have a menu. That, I think that I think that would be accepted. I don't think I could. Or, I don't think I could pull that off right now with Smokey D's. And the right. only reason I couldn't pull it off with Smokey D's is I think my average age of my guest is much older. Right. Whereas, like the ordinary chicken, I could. I think it would exponentially increase the business we're doing. And as a matter of fact, I'm. I've got a. I'm already talking to somebody about that about building a drive-through location for that now will that ever happen oh yeah i I think because we'll see i mean based off just the location difference between the smoky d's and the honorary chicken is only like what 10 minutes but the like the demographics in like just those two spots alone like the number of people or the kinds of people that'll drive to smoky d's versus the kinds of people that go to like the honorary chicken even though they're only 10 minutes apart is insanely different and do you think that's the food or just like the location or just the convenience of it? If well, I think I, I think part of it has to do with the food because it, right. if I see you know it, it, my mom's probably not going and ordering chicken tenders, right? But she but she most is kids go order she is going to go order a two piece chicken meal with bone in it. Yeah, where 
the younger generation doesn't even know what it's like to eat chicken right. with a bone in it. Right. Because do you think it's because so many kids nowadays are growing up? To, I mean, uh, I feel like I can maybe say this because we have a picky eater in our family. But like my sister only eats chicken tenders almost most. Well, she's gotten better over the last couple of years, but there for a while. If we went to a restaurant, she'd only order chicken fingers. And do you think that I, is... I think, yeah, because I think it started with the chicken nugget. I think when the chicken oh, nugget God, came out... I, I, mm-hmm. I, so have you ever had a chicken nugget without sauce on it? Mm-hmm. You have? Yeah. It's absolutely the worst piece of anything. I wouldn't say the worst. It's, it's just... Horrible. I would say, Okay, that's dramatic. I would just say it's just not... It's not as elevated as it could be. Like, it's not bad. Sometimes I just don't want sauce. It's it's, it's, it's not, like, terrible. It's, or it is, I have it a really bad, bad habit of putting too much sauce on other nuggets. It's like McDonald's, for instance. You only get one little packet, and you order a 10-piece. I can get through eight with that one little thing. I do like my sauce when, I like my so- when I'm having those. And then I just have to eat two naked. It's like, ah. Uh, well, so... Okay. so I was at Publix. Publix is known for their chicken tenders, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, down in yeah. Florida. Grocery store chain Publix. Known for their chicken tender sub. So it's pretty much a sub, like Subway. They bake their own bread right there. Mm-hmm. You can get whatever you want. You get, like, on a on a six-inch sub, they put, like, three chicken tenders on it. Two full chicken mm-hmm. tenders, at least. And they chop them up, and then right. you can get whatever toppings, whatever sauces. It's It's, like, the thing to do if you're in Florida. The problem is... They put their slowest employees ever that you could ever imagine on that line. So that line is always 10 miles long. It t- if you want a chicken tender sub during any meal period, be prepared to wait a half hour. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Publix and say, hey, I want to open up a little chicken tender uh, place right out front in the parking lot that's a drive through that just boom, 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 whatever you want. Because it, it, it's a horrible experience waiting on chicken tender sub. So last time we went to get a chicken tender sub – I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And I look over and they got popcorn chicken. I'm like, let's just try the popcorn chicken. I -hmm. tried it and I thought I was eating like a McNugget a little bit. It was better because they Mm -hmm. hand breaded it. It wasn't formed. It wasn't whatever. But then I got home and I took my favorite hot sauce and I put in there and I shook it up and it become Mm -hmm. exponentially better. Right. The shake it, the shake, you know, kind of like the old Chick-fil-A Put the different sauce. Right. I'm not saying that the sauce doesn't make it better. I'm just saying it's not like the worst thing ever. It is one of the worst things ever. Once in a while, oh, you're so dramatic. Over one, and I'll eat it, and I'm like, so holy shit. Well, oh, yeah, when horrible. it's leftover. Actually, you know what? I kind of like cold, naked chicken nuggets. Like, you give me like an old, that's really not that bad. So what is the answer? What 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 is the answer? Is the answer drive through? Are we going to live in a drive through world where, you know, know, people have? I feel like are maybe. We gonna have, are we? If it was my world, are probably. Have, are we going to live in a world where we have a big cafeteria type style dining experience that the food court of the mall becomes that if you want to go out to eat, you can eat from. Five, maybe el- more elevated. So not don't just think of the Chinese place or the the Sabaros Pizza or whatever. But think about think about a food court, maybe with a band, some entertainment, whatever. That had four or five restaurants, local restaurants that had like they're prepping their food there. That they had five of their kick-ass dishes. Right, go to Smoky D's and we're gonna have burn ends and ribs there and a. You know, our top-selling items, chicken tenders, yeah, and you have the ability to order at your table. And so if you got five people ordering at the table, so that they could order their own stuff from wherever and have it delivered to their table? Is that where we're going? So, so kind so of like... Everybody isn't in a Isn't the... Doesn't the hall... Doesn't the hall over in um, oh, Valley West kind yeah. of do that? Valley, Valley Junction. So no. like that? Well, the, or the, Valley Junction? Tr- they yeah. tried doing that. So the hall tried putting food it was, trucks outside. Yeah, that was their... Great idea. Great idea, right? Right. Because that's Except a nice place. That, right. So now, from what I understand, now mm-hmm. they've they've kind of ran all the food trucks out and they do they have their own kind of kitchen there, but the food mm-hmm. is horrible. 
I went to the food's so, horrible. I was just there. But but you're not you're, you're not it's not the same concept. Different things. Yeah, it's not the same concept. So, but that concept is what you're thinking, kind of. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, find. But like that's what you were just I'm saying. I'm trying to find is, answers you, of yeah. Where do you where do you take the business? What's I don't it have look the like answers. In ten years, but we're supposed to have the answers. But I Emma. I would people are, people are I mean, listening to us. No, no one's supposed answers. to have the answers. We can no. give our opinions. We're not gonna. We're not saying they're right or wrong. We're just stating our opinions. So dining rooms, yes or no? Um. I think if it was like an elevated dining room like the hall where, you know, you had patio seating, indoor seating, you could play games, activities, like breweries. If you kind of had them set up like that, but with, you know, multiple food items, I wouldn't hate that idea. I would enjoy that. Where it doesn't feel so much like, it, I feel like, because when you go to like a restaurant, you know, I sometimes in certain restaurants, I'm not saying any specifics, but... You can kind of feel the vibe of, like, you need to eat and get out. And sometimes people just want to chill and just, like, hang out. And they just want to meet up someplace and kind of just socialize. Which I think the hall is really good for that. Because they have, you know, bar. They have a bar. They have food. And then they have just, like, space for you just to hang out. They have TVs. They have games. Music. So I think, in my opinion, that is where the future is going. Because... I think when I think about my generation, like, we like to go to breweries. Me and my friends like to go to breweries because we go, we can have a drink, and we can just relax. You know, like you just hang out. It's just like a common space, essentially. And then when you go to a restaurant, sometimes you feel rushed. Like when you have a waiter and stuff, they're like, hey, can you guys get in get out? Because I need to refill this table so I can get more service. Right. Which right. makes sense. Right. But sometimes that just kills the vibe. So in my head, the future would go that way. But yeah. I don't know. No, and, and I and I, and I agree. You know, so just speaking of the whole brewery thing. So I was talking to Luke Darnell, mm-hmm. from Old Virginia mm-hmm. Smoke, right? And he goes yeah. to this brewery. I think once a week, right? Goes to the brewery. Yeah. Well, he goes in this week, and a pizza shop opened two doors down. Mm-hmm. And the pizza shop cut a deal with the brewery to put a little scan code on their table. And so oh, they yeah. can scan Genius. code. They can order the pizza and have it delivered to the table. And Luke Absolutely was genius. Luke, and Luke was like, "What the hell? What do I do now?" And I said, "Luke, it's real easy. Go put your own scan code and deliver it to the table." He's like, "Well, I'm not I mean, sure." Ask. I'm Don't just that. do it. And I'm like, and I'm like, no. I, so if I'm sitting That's there like, and I've got and I've got barbecue share right, rolls, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I put right, a scan which, code because barbecue. Do I want? We've talked about this all the time, right? We've kind of talked about this, like the food trucks' abilities at breweries. It like that would be a great place for the food truck. You just have to have the right menu items, and you know. Be right, there at but, the right but, time of day but, and stuff, but, but but time isn't you know. So think about that. I think I'm at a brewery. I'm at a brewery, right? And breweries, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of food business at breweries. You know, people are there to drink. I mean, there, there is people be. are going to order stuff, but I mean, there could be at certain mm-hmm. times. But these breweries yeah. are so quaint that you yeah. know, yeah, there's a hundred people in there, and you're going to get think... twenty of them to order, and mm-hmm. so twenty people you're going to do. When was the last you know, time you went to a brewery? Most of them now serve food. Like they have their own menus. Like they have. So I'm saying, but I'm saying, like I don't think they serve a lot of food. Um, I mean, I feel like I have meals there quite often. I feel like they do. Yeah, like there's the brewery that's just across the bridge from Mullets now. Um, Yeah, single single something. Yeah, single Single speed. speed. Their food's delicious. Their food is. is delicious. And their beer's not that heavy, so I feel like it's a good balance. We're going to single speed this week. I don't know. I'm taking share. I'm taking okay. share. Something we're going to step outside our comfort zone. I think you should. Not it's kind. It's a pretty zone. cool little place. Sherry, do they have Coors Light? Um, it's Guess a brewery, not. so probably not. That's so, <laughs> they probably so that, have their that, own that, beers. That, see, that that's why I think breweries go wrong. Is I think they should still have a small stash of. 
one light beer commercial. So well, so that you, you yeah. have like well, a Coors Light. What you got Miller Lite? Or, no, we just we just carry Coors Light and Pabst Blue Ribbon. Got a heavy beer, small beer, whatever. Or we have all our thousands of other beers. Yeah, but or most of them, I feel like at least in. I mean, I don't know. I drink more sours than anything, but I feel like everyone has like a light beer that's close enough. Because my dad's like a big Bush Light drinker, but like Big Grove, he has a beer he likes there. I don't know. Interesting is right. Yeah, it's just um, it's just or, yeah. adapting. Or you it's got like Paws and Pints. That's the place. No, That's adapting with there. the times. No, it I is. Don't want you don't have to go there. there. I'm, I don't want I'm just telling you. There when I'm trying to eat. Well, okay. First of all, there's an indoor section where dogs are not allowed because legally they can't do that. Um. So then they have a patio where dogs are allowed. But they have to be on a leash. And then they have the actual dog park where there's no food allowed, just beverages. So they have it split up into quadrants. So so there's a, a lot of people take their dogs when we're down in Florida. There's a lot of, because almost everything is outside patio, of course, because the weather's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? So we yeah. go to these outside patios. Every time I go to an outdoor patio, there's a dog sitting on a chair, licking out of a bowl on a table. And I'm like... Okay, this is my dog doesn't right? sit in a chair. My dog sits it's, on the ground. It, 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 she might be looking out of the bowl, like, but she'll be laying on like the ground. On a, it's kind of like on a plane. It, you, we fly on mm-hmm. planes a lot. There is no less than 30 dogs on every plane now. What if I got a dog right. allergy? Oh, I wait, a wait a minute. Allergy? Wait a minute. What dog flights are you? No, I have never seen a dog on my flights. When's the last time you've been on a plane? October. I fly to Florida every three or four weeks. Okay, I'm flying to the Charlotte plane, in May. I'll count the, and see the if there's plane, any dogs. The plane, and maybe it's a Florida thing, but the plane has bag after bag of dogs. And they're like, on the bottom? Constantly th- in the little crates? No. Or no. down. Okay, you are going to Florida, which is seat. like Retirementville, and like they have like their little yuppie dogs. Not yuppie. I shouldn't say yuppie, but the little. Right. Lap dogs. Like, I'm not going to put... Oh, I wouldn't, right? I can't... I wouldn't put Twyla in a crate to go at the bottom of a plane. And I would not. She's too big to just sit. Oh, yeah. And she's not oh, a service yeah. dog, no, so no. she's not allowed at the top. So, like, I wouldn't fly with a dog. Sur- I also feel like that's dog. not fair to the dog. This is this she's isn't not. a service dog thing. That well, thing- no, I'm saying that... I'm No, but, like, the bigger they are, most of them have to be registered as service dogs to get on a plane when they're small they're emotional support animals so it's that's a i mean twyla is like my emotional yeah approach. i mean right. twyla is like mine but she's not registered because legally i know that's a little crazy right. uh, n- not but. really but anyway okay yes. so i'm not sure we got anywhere the drive, th- I mean, I think the drive through, I think the carry out, do know. we take it? It's just it, like DoorDash. Should mm-hmm. I open up DoorDash to my food truck every time it goes out? Should I have a food truck DoorDash that if I know I'm going to be at this location, should I set up and that DoorDash location changes to open up my opportunity as of stuff to order? Can you the do truck that? That I can have a DoorDash? I, why couldn't you do that? If I can open up and say, here's my address. Know. Well, because your address moves. I don't. Isn't there like a rule where you can only change your address so many times on that app? I don't know. I feel like we ran into an issue with that with the Crafty Mac because we tried to make it the same location as the Henri Chicken, and they're like, that's not allowed, but it is. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Well, I don't know if you guys learned anything important. Of course they learned anything. This is a fun conversation. They learned anything. that we, They learned that every time that you go to Walmart that I'm paying for it. <laughs> That's not right. true. I think you're overthinking that. Not everything comes in. Not my my convenience doesn't always come at a cost for you. Okay, well, I'm but. getting ready to go to Walmart right now because I'm feeding the entire family, and it's so much cheaper to feed the entire family enchiladas and all this stuff and make it all the ingredients. It's so much cheaper, and it's right around the block from here, so... I try yeah. and I'm an equal opportunity shopper. Good I luck. Go one day, oh, go God. You're going at noon on a weekend? 
Ugh. Yeah. 11 on a weekend? Gross. No. See? Too many people. They get out of the way. No. Nope. That's... Wow. Except for except for in Florida, Florida has a big problem. One last parting cut. People in Florida have no sense of surrounding. The grocery <laughs> Aren't they store mostly, is isn't the it a worst mostly an older demographic? Place. Oh no, no, it doesn't matter. It it is some okay. old, some not. But if you okay. walk around a grocery store aisle, everybody yeah. will park their cart in the middle of the aisle. And stare mm-hmm. at something that they want to pick out forever. And you'll walk up and there'll be five people lined behind me. And the person yeah. will have no idea there. And that happens everywhere. I never see that here in in Iowa. But in Florida. Interesting. Everything just drives the shit out of me. Just bugs the shit out of me. I'm like, uh, excuse me. Really what I want to say is, could you get the fuck out of my way? I want you to pay attention. God, I think that might have been the first F-bomb of the episode. Yeah, I know. We made it to the end. That's impressive. I might be wrong. I'll check it. But I think it was wrong. anyway. Oh, you're going to look up and see how many times I said fuck? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, next time, All right. hopefully, we- Randy's, the one- Randy's the one that's got the potty mouth. That's true. That's so I'm- true. So I'm told. Nah, he does. He says some pretty yeah. absurd stuff. Maybe next time we'll have them. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. All right. Well, that was episode 45 of Cue the Mic. Be sure to follow us on social media at Cue the Mic Pod. We're on Instagram, Threads, X, TikTok. And we're also on YouTube at Cue the Mic Podcast. Go subscribe, watch our videos, leave comments, likes, do all the things. Get notified. Give us content, Give us content ideas because yeah. right now, next week, we're wide open. We're booking mm-hmm. booking ideas right Taking, now. Yep, we have a um, episode suggestion uh, form in our links in our bios on all social media platforms. Be sure to check that out. And yeah, we'll okay. see you guys next and week. Ra- and as Aunt Randy would say, boom, we're out. Boom, we're out. <laughs>